Okay. This one. Oh, we caught him off guard. I was playing with my phone in this marker during it. Yeah. She's like, stop doing that. Yeah, she gave me the eye. I liked it. I liked it. Good. Respect. I was like, we need to give her like a. This is you're in the you're in the talent you're in the talent. You need like a zap. You need like a buzzer. Yeah, I saw it's going like this. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard not to do that. So like, All right. Can I go? Are we recording? Yeah. We're always recording. Okay. Triple checking every time. Okay. So, the other night we were out. Uh huh. We were having a drink. Yeah. With the, this guy Paul. What's up, Paul? Okay. The brand master. Wizard. Wizard. Don't give out the last name. Sorry. Ah, right? I won't. No, no, I won't. Uh, I won't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I won't okay. give out his last name. I can't even co- say the last name. Too many so, secrets coming out here. Too many secrets. So, we're at this. We're at this dinner, having a drink, hanging out, and uh, you started telling a story, and yeah. I pulled out my phone under the table. I was like, I got to write this down. We got to do this. Yeah. And so I want to have you tell this story on the podcast, and we're gonna turn it. We're gonna turn it into something else. But I want you know the seeking wisdom community, like give them the first, give them the first taste, know, and we're man, gonna we're talk about too it. Many secrets it's okay. Okay. They don't do it like most seeking wisdom people do, but most people, oh, you okay. know, okay. like actually, if you think about it, we get almost twenty thousand downloads of seeking wisdom, and there's only been two hundred fifty-five star reviews. So there's still yeah. a lot of people that yeah don't take action, don't do it. Yeah. All right. So this was amazing because I was. It's not often. It's very rare that Dave just turned to me after I said something. It was like, that's a good story. <laughs> And I, was like, well, I was like, what? No, really? that's because most of them I've heard at least oh, yeah, three times. It's like, like, here it goes again. You don't always hit me again. with original content. Oh, my. So that one, that one is that's like, cold. all right. It's like, I've heard this. That? I'm like, this, this is guy? a new flavor. I'm like, uh, he just changed the person's name. He changed the, <laughs> he changed up the punchline. Oh, no. All right. So, but wait, before you I'm go. I'm going to work on a new my, set. My then. question, though, yeah. is this, sorry, I won't touch anything. Is this about, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you'll see what we're talking about. Um. DHD is enforcing. Yeah. Is this about where SaaS is mm-hmm. going or is this where marketing is going? Like what, what do you see this? No. Okay. Uh, we were talking about this in the context of SaaS. Okay. Right? And it's definitely where SaaS is going. Okay. But uh, the more time that uh, – the more that I look at things, yeah. the more that I, I see that everything kind of follows the same trajectory. Okay. Whether it's in this context SaaS or whether it's, you know, building – I don't know, building some other type of product or movement or service or what have you – they all kind of – I see everything follow the same trajectory. Okay. Yeah. And so you broke it down into three – I'm just going to help guide I'm gonna you. I'm going to whiteboard this later, you. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so here's – No, I've a, got this cold. Oh, you do have a cold? Oh, all right. Cold, cold. Now I was going to just, you know, refresh you. Okay. But yeah, we are, we are going to – DC is going to whiteboard this. Okay, but only available on our YouTube yeah. video. If yeah. you're not there already, I don't know, but uh, go there. Uh-huh. DC is going to break this whole thing down on the whiteboard. We accept likes on YouTube. And comments. And comments. Comments are where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. Likes and comments. So, so he's gonna. We're gonna uh, put a video up with this podcast. DC is gonna actually get in front of the whiteboard and yeah. break this down. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is how we give away stuff for free. You you don't often get to get to get a lecture in front of a whiteboard from this guy. So, Amy, take, do we have a slimming? Take lens us up on that. For the YouTube. <laughs> we need some fil- We have some we filters. Have a filter. Yeah, filter slim. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll be all right. All right. Yeah. So 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 break it down. Tell me. Okay. So we were talking about SaaS, yeah. and we were talking about uh, why as we've talked about in the past, that we choose to invest so much in brand, mm-hmm. right? But we've never given you the context for why we do this. And actually, why we do this and why I think about this kind of, uh, you know, this flow that everything goes through is why we focus on the product that we are focused on now. It's all super meta. Everything's meta and intertwined and twisted and, 
inside this head here. Mm -hmm. All right. And so what I was describing was in SAS, the phase that we're in, right, there's three phases, right? And we're in the third phase right now. We're in the beginnings of the third phase. And that I feel like everything follows the same path. And the first phase is, I call it the Thomas Edison phase, okay. right? And that is the phase uh, when of, around pure invention. Can it be done, right? Can something be created, right? And this is kind of the hard science or the hard thinking part of things where you're just like, it's the breakthrough moment, right? Yep. And so that's the first phase that SAS went through, right, in the early days. And SAS stands for what? Software as a service. Okay. And, and just go. to just Testing to get, him. All right, so even if you're even if you're not like a SaaS person, right? A lot we have a lot Everything of marketing people listening to this. Like yeah. another example is, you know, early nineties there were no blogging platforms, there were no website platforms. If you wanted to build a website, you had to do it all by Why hand. Why don't we use that example? Easier okay. for the people. Sure. Sure, all yeah, right. Yeah. So we use the the blogging yeah, example. Yeah. So, you know, I've been blogging for a little bit now. Long time. Long time. All right. And so my wife, right? The super OG, yeah, yeah, OGs, yeah. boss level yeah. 11, mm-hmm. right? So my wife had a company uh, when she was in grad school at NYU, right? She studied film and media and what, what have you, for her master's there. And she started a website that at the time was called Girls on Film, okay. right? And it was basically movie reviews by like 20-something, her and three of her friends, yep. right? And uh, and then that morphed into this bigger thing that was a network of websites, and it was called Girls on Film, Girls on Books, Girls on TV, et cetera, et cetera. It was ultimately bought by a company uh, called Oxygen Media, which is a TV, cable TV channel and what have you. And then she went over there, wrote a book, TV show, and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, when I describe what the website was to people, it was effectively <laughs> a blog, right? <laughs> so, like... Except for at the time that she was doing this a long time ago, uh, was that in, there was no software. This was the Edison phase. So the way that she would put up reviews every single day, her and her three friends, three co-founders, was to open up an FTP program, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Old school FTP program, code an entire review in HTML, upload that file, right, up to a web server, push all the images, do all that kind of stuff by FTP, right? This is like an old school Mac back in the day. Fetch, she yeah. was using Fetch FTP for the OGs out there. And that's how she blogged every day. It was a super manual process. So that was the Thomas Edison phase. Then we went on to the second phase, which we're just, we just passed recently, which is called, I call the Model T phase, right? right? And the Model T phase is about you've gone beyond invention. You're now in the second phase of the second inning. And the second inning is about... How do you stand up the factory? How do you measure the factory? How do you build the process? How do you get efficient at that? And that was the, the beginnings of WordPress, blogging platforms, content marketing, inbound marketing, whatever you want to call it. That was that phase, right? And we've been going through that phase. Right. SEO mattered. Uh, you know, content optimization but, mattered. Yeah, Mo- but they Companies used, like Moz came around. And they used technology to make to make that early 90s stuff easy, Easier. right? Yeah. People so, like people like your average Joe like me could figure out how to build a website exactly. because of things like, you know, uh, WordPress, Squarespace, whatever the tools are, Exactly. Right? So that Model T phase was all about enabling masses of people to do something, to yep. make it accessible, a.k.a. the Model T, right? Model T, Henry Freud bought the car which existed before him into everyone's, you know, everyone's hands yep. or everyone could buy one. Yep. And so at that point, 
you it was easy to stand out in the Model T phase, right? Because there's not much competition in any given market. Your your early adopters really win in that phase, and uh, and those companies that enable the early adopters really win. They're yeah. able to start movements around content marketing, inbound marketing. Well, there's so many WordPress, so many things that we've you. talked about on this podcast. Like that that's a great example of the companies or the people that won back then. Mm-hmm. Simply. Oftentimes, just one because they were first. Exactly, they're first person to do it. Exactly, first, first person to have advantage. a blog about uh, Nike sneakers, right? Yeah. Okay, boom, you win. Or, or the first blogging platform, or the first person sure. to rename a movement, yep. or you know any of those companies. You know, and this exists over every single category, whether it's SaaS with Salesforce or uh, blogging here with WordPress and inbound marketing, what have you. And then at some point you enable enough people in the world and it becomes noisy, right? A saturated market. And you can still grow and it is still effective, but then you move into the third phase. And the third phase is where we are at with, in this example, content and uh, content marketing and where we are with SaaS, I believe. And that third phase is the P&G phase, right? If you don't know P&G, it stands for Procter & Gamble and there's CPG, Consumer Packaged Good Products that sells everything that you could think of in a supermarket, right? That is the phase where you have to figure out why am I going to pay 20 cents more for Tide laundry detergent than, you know, Cheer, uh, I think it's called Cheer, Cheer laundry detergent or insert another name. And even still, most of those are owned by the same damn company. So it doesn't matter. You're just kind of picking. So that third phase is where we are in content today. Uh, in terms of written content, it is the third phase is where we are at with SaaS. And so what matters there is investment in brand and standing out. And there's you have only two choices in that market, right? Because there's massive, you've gone through the second shift, and there's massive amount of people and competitors, just like in SaaS, there's hundreds of competitors in any category. In that phase, you have, to, you have two choices. The first choice is you have to figure out how you are going to be top 1% overall in a massive category. Super hard, right? That's about becoming Tide. That's about becoming Starbucks. That's about becoming McDonald's. That's about a global brand, right? Global domination, top 1%. And it's a really, you know, winner-take-all kind of market at that end. The other option that you have in that same category is to niche down into the smallest possible niche that is still massive, right, because now you're global, but that you can become, again, top 1% in your niche, right? And those are the two ways to win. And what you don't want to do is be anywhere in the middle or be 99% in at the global level or down at the niche level. And you see this so many, so many, like especially today with SaaS companies, you see this everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just use email marketing as a category. Yes. That's a well-known yep. one, right? Everybody knew there's MailChimp, there's Constant Contact, right? There's every AWeber, GetResponse, a million yeah. of them, right? But then what happened is then there, then there, uh, these other came out and they said, oh, well, we are the email marketing platform for e-commerce, yeah. e-commerce. or for so Shopify right? or for this exact same thing. Right. That's where we are in SaaS, right? So you have either two choices. And here's the dynamic that happens, that when you enter this brand phase, uh, all of a sudden, it becomes winner-take-all, right, in a way that wasn't clear before. So you see companies like, for example, MailChimp that you mentioned before, becoming bigger and bigger and bigger faster, even though there are more and more and more competitors in that market, right? Every day, there are more competitors in that market, but for some reason, you look at them and they're becoming bigger faster at this rate, and it's because they reach that top 1%. In the market, and they are dominating the brand. And these people cannot come in. They have both. Yeah, 
that they can't come in and penetrate this. They have to niche down and become top 1% in the niche. Yeah. Right. So I wrote a note. You don't even know. I don't even know if you remember that you said this, but the the reason I like this 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 phase three, it's all about building an emotional moat. Yes, right. That is the moat. What gets you today? That's the thing that people don't understand, right? That first phase, in terms of technology company, let's say software as a service as a category, that first phase, it's about novel invention. It's about patents. It's about, you know, it's about intellectual property as your moat, right? And then you go into the second phase, the Model T phase. It's not about intellectual property at that point, right? It might be about trade secrets, so things that you're doing, but it's about, uh, it's about your operational moat. Either you have a go-to-market advantage, either you have, you have some kind of, you have a cost advantage, you have, and that's what most people, most companies do in that second phase. They develop a cost advantage, right? So they massively scale up so that no one can, they can be the lowest cost, they can be the Walmart in their category, right? And, but in the third phase, that tied phase, there is no intellectual property moat. There is no operational moat. There is an emotional moat that you have to build around. And oftentimes what comes with that mm-hmm. is people actually end up spending more yes. to work to work with you or be a part of your brand, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like people because want, they self-identify with they that They self-identify. Brand. People yeah. want a safe car yes. for a family, mm-hmm. so they buy a Volvo. Exactly. Volvos are expensive cars, right? Yeah. They want a Jeep. A mm-hmm. Jeep doesn't cost 10, you know, 10 grand like a Camry, yeah. right? Like a Jeep is 30, 40K. That's because there's an emotional moat that they've built up with a niche of people. That's where we are with SaaS, right? In any one of your categories, if you're in a SaaS company, you have a gazillion competitors. Now you need to invest, and this is why we invest heavily in brand and we'll continue to, and why we think about building a global brand, not a technology brand, not a Boston brand, not a blah, 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 boring B2B brand, but a global brand because we think this next phase is about being top 1% in your market. Yeah. So, all right, what's your, like, what's your lesson? Somebody listen to this. Like, what's your, what is your takeaway for them building a company at, you know, in marketing? Yeah, in any category. Yeah, doing anything that you're doing is, like, understand which phase you're in. And then once you identify which phase you're in, phase one, phase two, phase three, that will dictate the tactics and strategy that you should build around, one, building your moat, and two, figuring out what are your advantages in that, Right. Definitely, if you if you're in a third phase, I need a name for this. Yeah, yeah. The, the, we'll come up with the, something. Whatever. Yeah. The the three phase, blah blah blah. Yeah. But like a DC framework, three phase. Right. <laughs> um, I think we've already used the DC framework. For I just something. call it we'll all, come up all with that. something else. But like, um, if you're in that third phase and you're trying to operate on like cost efficiency yeah. or go to market advantage, it's not going to work. Mm-mm. Same thing if you're trying in that third phase and you're trying to trying to invest in technical advantage, it's going to be rough. Vice versa. If you're in the first phase and you're trying to compete on brand, not going to work, right? So you have to understand what phase you're in, and that will dictate the tactics that you have to build and the strategy that you build. And is the phase based on, like, your business or is it based on the industry that you're no, in? No, it's based on the market, okay. right? The, the phases exist outside of your, your company, right? Your company is not dictating the, yeah. uh, the phase that we're in. It's just where are we in, right? Just like... Like these are third phase, right? I'm holding up an iPhone. This is a third phase technology, right? So this smartphone. I had first phase technology where I was. I had a touchscreen thing like this a long time ago before DHD yeah. was alive, <laughs> uh, and it was based on Linux operating system, and uh, and it was insanely. It was basically like the Apple Newton almost, yeah. but Linux based. And uh, and I had that thing. It was unusable. And then I had the second phase technology, right? And now we have third phase technology, which 
There's technical innovation in this phone, but this is bought on brand. Yeah. Right? This is bought because there's I a want million an phones that do this. That, that do Same this. thing. Yeah. Right? And why do I pay more for this thing? Because it's an iPhone, because it's Apple. Right? Totally. And so that's why they invest in brand in third phase. I love that. Right? Stop giving away the secrets. Sorry. You're sorry. That's me too much. People too many secrets. That's and good. I still don't have a thousand five star reviews. No, not even close. Not even close. Two fifty. We've sold more hypergrowth tickets than that. Oh my sad. Come on, people. Yeah. Then we're gonna film a video on how to yeah. leave a five star review. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> Okay. That's gonna be that's our, gonna be the next that's podcast. Be our whiteboard video. No, no, that's the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to leave a five star review. All right. Well I can't I, before we sign off, I can't not shout out shout out the fan love. So this okay. is from MC Pro twenty one. What's up, MC Pro? This one made me made me give me chills. Hands down, this is the best marketing sales business podcast I've discovered in months. Dave and David never fail to deliver incredible value. You can expect consistent thought leadership, and they always speak their mind. That's you. Love everything you guys are doing. Keep crushing it. Hand raise the moment. <laughs> he must know us. Hand raise. Let's go. Where's he from? Or she? Uh, U.S. U.S. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Refreshing, thoughtful, and practical. Wow. That's pretty nice. That's nice. I don't yeah. know if that's me. All right. We got to go record okay. a video. Five-star review. Leave it. Leave six if you can or seven. But leave five-star reviews. Remember, Amy, DHD shout-outs. Danielle now goes by DHD. DHD. Like a G. And I see all you people. I get the alerts. All the Seeking Wisdom listeners that are buying tickets for Hypergrowth. Oh, you got alerts? There's going to have to be a whole like section of the crowd, I think, They should get different everybody. gear. They should. We're going to be giving out gear? They should. We haven't talked about this, but oh, yeah. if you come... Come to Hypergrowth. Okay, now now I release the secret. <laughs> Everyone's going to be leaving with some gear. They're going to be looking right. Yeah. And maybe the Seeking Wisdom crew will be living with their own maybe. gear. This is, FYI, this is how, just a little sneak peek behind the scenes, this is how it always works. We'll be on the podcast. DC will say something that we haven't discussed before. <laughs> Now it is real. Like now, yeah. Amy and I are like, Amy and I are like, oh boy, we need customized swag for everybody. This is great. No, just for seeking wisdom, just for seeking people, wisdom and then yeah. everyone else. The whole crowd is going to be seeking wisdom. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to check those ticket sales. All right, I keep bumping in the camera. All right, sign us off. All right, see ya. It's been great. Five star reviews only. We accept comments, likes, and gifts on YouTube. Love it. <laughs>